and welcome to P-Podcast. I'm Jo. And I'm Catherine. And today we are talking all things school return. So we would like to entitle our P-Podcast today, what to do if you or your child are anxious about returning to school on the 8th of March. Following on from our last... It's a really snappy title, but you know what we mean, Uh, because... Yes, as as sorry, I interrupted you, Joe. But following on from last time, which was about anxiety, now there's something very specific that is undoubtedly causing a lot of worry for children and for parents and teachers and teachers. Absolutely, and something that we have got a lot to talk about actually and a lot to say so we started off brainstorming Catherine and I in our preparation for for our P P podcast what do we think kids children both young and more mature um, will be worried about when they come back to school so Catherine kick off kick us off Uh friendships they might not have seen you know their their friends for a few months now I know they went back for a little bit last year Mm. but it was a bit all over the place um yeah so friendships actually just on that um for the children that have been in schools because let's remember that our colleagues have been running schools all through this last lockdown and uh, children of key workers have been going back in for those children who have got friends who are key workers children, they've been going in and the other children haven't. I, there's a real issue about fear of missing out, this FOMO thing. Yeah. So that's also something that they might be worried about. Yeah. And if they pay any attention to the press, the news, all the rest, they'll have been told repeatedly they are a year behind. Their exams may be changing. They don't know what's happening. You know, is there a future for them? So they've got all of that going around their heads. Uh, I know that many schools will be asking their senior school children to wear face masks all the time uh, in lessons and in the corridors as they were used to last term. Mm-hmm. And I think you, you you were talking to me about what happens in France with the yeah, face in, masks. In France, the children, the schools haven't closed and children for months now have had from the age of six and over have had to wear masks all day they only take their masks off when they're eating so in lessons the whole thing and within the last gosh I can't remember a couple of weeks they've now stopped you're not allowed to wear um, cloth and homemade masks mm. they have to be the sort of the official disposable ones so but all children wear masks from six and over so my understanding is that it will be in the senior school still in uh, in England. I'm afraid I don't know what Scotland and Northern Ireland and Wales are saying, but certainly there may be fear there from our, our, our younger adults about having to wear those constantly. Uh, I know that their testing has come up as something that might be worrying parents and children. We'll touch on that later. Um, is their school safe? Is it safe yep. to return? That's something Absolutely. that might worry them. Yeah. And what happens if they have to go into isolation, you know, they or their family again, so they miss even more school when everybody else is back. Um, Exams, uh, exam classes, constant assessment between now and June the 16th. That will worry many, many students. Uh, And I think we've needed to just mention, and not lightly, but just touch on the fact that for those students that have lost people due to COVID, there will be the anxiety of coming back 
with that mm. in, in the back of their minds as well. And I think we need to be cognizant of that too. Yes, there are, um, there are obviously going to be many more children who have suffered, who have suffered bereavements over yeah. this past year. Um, other thing, just sitting still, focusing. You know, if you're at home, you can jump up, go to the loo, grab a drink, whatever. Eat. So, yes. So that, but uh, following a set routine, I mean, best will mm. in the world. I don't know many homeschools that would follow it to the letter. Mm. Maybe some, but, you know, how do I sit still? How do I do this? What if I need help? Mm. Um and I think being away from mum and dad. Yeah, because there will be a, particularly for the younger students or, you know, that will yeah. certainly worry them. I know that um, you mentioned something that parents will be worried about. And I think it's really, really important to talk about uniform. Yes. Um, I don't know about you. When my children were younger, they would grow in the most ridiculous spurts. Um, and, you know, what fitted one week then doesn't. So, you know, if you've got several kids and you may have bought shoes back in September and they're not fitting or they've, they've had a growth spurt mm. and uniform isn't there and fitting and shops are shut. And I know of quite a few schools that have been sending out sort of warning letters, like don't come back in here without the right, the correct black leather shoes. And we yeah, are going to be urge colleagues to (laughs) be considerate at this point parents don't want their children to go in and and appear different children don't want to go in and appear different they want to be part of the crowd but give parents a bit of a chance to catch up they are not able to well I certainly would not want to take the responsibility of fitting a pair of shoes to my 10 year old Uh, I would like somebody who knows what they're doing who have been trained properly uh, who has been trained properly to do it so please give parents a bit of an opportunity to get to the shops which aren't open yet that's our request and there are so many things that these children need from their return to school getting uh, an earful in the corridor on their first day back is not one of them (laughs) you know just let them ease in but Obviously, they should come along in their uniform, but just a little bit of reality. And I think from the parent side, though, I would say that if your school uniform doesn't fit your child, not you, obviously, but if the school uniform doesn't fit or the shoes don't fit, please be respectful of the school's uniform and the tone of the uniform and try and match that for your child with the clothes that do fit so that they go. So what I'm trying to say is, you know, if my my poor 10 year old, but if she were to go in um, and her shoes don't fit, I wouldn't put her in a, her pair of pink trainers. Um, I would try and find if I have a pair of shoes that are blue or black that would reflect uh, and be kind of toned down. And I wouldn't put her in a hoodie that was bright orange um, if her school uniform is blue. I would try and tone it down to be as as, so she doesn't stick out. That's probably as a parent more for her. Yes. And, yeah. But anyway, so I, I we urge that our yeah. <laughs> colleagues, we will move on from school uniform yeah. because, yeah. So what are, what are our students looking for when they go back? They're looking for safety. They're looking for routine. They're looking to re-socialize. Catherine and I have been talking a lot about what our children have missed over this past year. And clearly some have missed their education more, you know, more than others, but what they all have missed 
a lot actually is a year of their childhood and that childhood is is so basic and fundamental from the littlies learning how to tie their shoelaces or learning to be respectful of each other and listening or picking up a fork and a knife to our grown-ups children learning how to respect each other or so there's a lot that they've got yeah, yeah absolutely and it's going to take time yeah and they're not going to walk in and be perfect that day um and i think it's do be aware as well it's going to be exhausting for them they are going to finish those days in that first week absolutely exhausted when they come home let them just decompress let them limp out for a little bit before you sort of start right come on get on with your homework they are going to be knackered mm. and so will the teachers <laughs> and so will teacher parents yes um, and I know I know that there are many of my friends who are looking forward so much to their children going back not because they haven't loved having them at home because they really have but there is certainly going to be some some hilarious zoom coffee mornings yeah. <laughs> um, on the 8th of March, but we have to be also aware that children are traveling to and from school. They will have less time. And again, I urge colleagues at, at schools just to think about that first couple of weeks back. Don't, don't give them loads of homework, allow them to readjust because it will be a readjustment on everybody's terms, both at home and um, at school. Yeah. So um, that's, that's, kind of what's going to happen we think so joe when when the children are coming in what are they going to see what's their experience going to be like when they walk through the door because schools have been unbelievably busy they were all ready to go with a lot of this in january and then kind of after one day the plug was pulled um what's it going to be like it will not be hugely dissimilar in terms of the space that they have been used to. They will have their one-way systems in place. Um, they will have the ventilation in classrooms. They will still have the procedures in place that they were used to. They may have to wear their masks in lessons now if they're in the senior schools. They may have to have testing uh, and that's something that I know that some parents and, and, and students are a little anxious about. And, and they need not be. They, the, the senior schools, if we can talk about those, because that's where the testing will happen. Testing will happen for start, uh, staff, both support and teaching and the students. And the students will rock up to a designated testing centre that's maybe... I don't know, the dance studio or uh, a sports hall. And it will look like something out of a sci-fi movie. So everybody has to be aware that the, ch the children will find that quite hard, that it's their known space that will look different. They will turn up, they will be walked through by someone greeting them. There will be somebody then telling them where they need to go. They will have registered what they need to do and they'll be given their elongated cotton bud to, to swipe around their throat uh, and their nose and then pop it in and then they'll be tested. It's not frightening. And I've, I've been privileged enough to work with a school uh, doing this. And when I greet the, the students, I do say to them, you know, when you brush your teeth, and this is something you could share with your, your students if they haven't yet had a test, you know, when you brush your teeth and you pop 
your toothbrush just a little bit too far down your throat when you're brushing the teeth at the back. That's what to ex- expect. That's the worst of the experience. And if you can share that with your students and you, your children that may need to have the tests, I think it helps manage it, manage their, their anxiety and their worries. Talking about it and what they're frightened about, I think is really important. So, yeah. but long and short, staff will have an opportunity to be tested students will have an opportunity to be tested and that certainly will make their school safer because whilst the lateral flow tests are not as accurate as the PCR tests, what they do do is pick up um, asymptomatic students, many of them, not all of them, um, uh, and those students and staff, if they're asymptomatic, less likely to be asymptomatic adults, um, but they can then go home and, and isolate. So yeah. Yeah. I, I seem to be waffling, but... No, 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 no. I think that's really useful to know. And also like, staff have been given their first tests because they have to be tested twice a week and they take their own kits home. So they do it. And I think a lot of people do it. Um, some people do it on a Friday. Some people do it on a Sunday so that, you know, if they're going to see family, um, I get confused if you're allowed to or not at the minute, but they... So staff will have tests twice a week. Yeah, and eventually students will too, home tests. and uh, So they could, our advice has been to give it to them on a Monday and a Thursday, um, and they can then take them home. So once students have been tested, as I understand it, three times in school, they will then be uh, able to take home with them their self-testing kits. And schools really do need to make sure that the students are doing it correctly not harming themselves and they've got the process uh, right. So please don't argue with the schools. They are just following what the government are saying that they must do. Yeah. And then they can release them. And I also know, having read in the in the newspapers, that if you are a carer or a family with students uh, in schools, you can go and collect, I don't know when, your own home testing kits so that you yourself can test. And if you're a family doing it together, that may then help the anxiety of, of this whole testing yeah. thing. But it allows our society to begin to open up again, which is just so important. Absolutely. So, Joe, what would your advice be for parents who um, either don't, believe the pandemic is as bad or don't believe that masks make a difference or even in testing because that's quite difficult for schools if they've got parents who are sort of emailing and going I refuse to allow my child what what would your advice be there firstly I would respect what any parent believes because you know you believe what you believe that's fine but schools really are being told how to operate and they're following what the government guidelines are so again as a parent you need to respect what the schools are being told to do because they will do that Mm -hmm. and have to operate under those 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 restrictions or not restrictions but those guidelines so please respect our, our school colleagues if the school is told that they need to test their children three times a week then they will have to do that in order to stay open if the school is advised to wear the children and the staff to wear masks in lessons they will have to do that it's it's what they are being advised to do on a kind of different note whilst some parents may not believe that masks are the way forward it does provide for others reassurance mm. whether that's true or not and and give them the sort of support and um um I can't think of the right word. No, I, I, I know I know what you mean, because for me, I think masks are helpful. 
um, maybe not stopping me from getting it, but if I actually am exposed, I know I've got less chance of passing it on. I do, I don't like it when, if I'm in a shop and I see somebody without a mask on, um, you know, I'm not somebody who'd go up and start being argumentative with them, but it does make me feel more reassured if people are sort of are wearing them. And I think, I think for staff and for students, even if it's a mental health supporting structure that's in place there with the masks and it may not be for 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 the whole of this year it may be for a certain period of time that the advice looks Mm -hmm. like that and then as we begin to learn more and we come out of lockdown more it may be that these this idea of masks will be lifted in all sorts of places we don't want to damage children and uh, mental children's mental health nor do we want to damage the staff's mental health but we want people in there and to feel safe yeah, uh, and and I think that's that's what I would um, that's how I would respond to those parents who feel that way. Yeah, that's absolutely. So, what about we've we've got the children in? They've had their testing, um, the delivery of the curriculum. How might what would that look like at the moment? That's very interesting. And different schools will do this differently and different settings will do it differently. First and foremost, what educators want to do is to get their children back in their classrooms. They want their schools to be full of children because that's what a school is. Without the children, it's a building. So we need to make sure that the children that come in are safe and happy and pleased to be there. We were talking a little bit earlier on about school refusal. We may, I don't know whether you want to pick up on that. Well, it's something that we touched on in our previous podcast on anxiety is that school refusing, you know, it starts from somebody being anxious about an aspect of school and then not wanting to go in. And that may rear its head, but it is so important you support the child to go in. If you give in to that and say, okay, don't go in today, we'll try again next week. It's just building up the the levels of anxiety. Mm. Actually going with them, talking it through, getting them through the door, helping them, then they can understand, oh, you're breaking down the anxiety. Mm. That's Uh, very interesting. But it is something to be aware of. Yeah, yesterday uh, I was uh, working um, in a school test centre and a student, uh, the the, the advice was that the parents must stay in the, the car and drop the student off and the student then will enter the school and they will then receive their test. One parent accompanied the student and, and I, I said, oh, are you here for a test? And they said, no, no, I'm just here accompanying the student. And I, and I spoke to the, the student and went through the, the, the kind of preamble. The student then went in and I said to the, the parent, would you mind just moving over to the other side and you can wait mm-hmm. for them? And when I explored, the, stu- the only way the mum could get the student there for the test, um, there is huge amounts of anxiety now mum did exactly as I asked her afterwards it was wonderful but again just be aware that there are going to be all sorts of anxiety and and things that that the student you know you won't know it'll come as a parent it might just come and hit you sideways Mm. that's okay do talk to the school about it yes if you if you are there and you're you really think you're going to struggle to get the child in by themselves tell the school yes tell them that you're going to bring them in Maybe somebody can come and actually meet exactly. them and help that transition so they're not walking across. But they're absolutely 100% would be more uh, school refusing among children or yes. that level of anxiety about going in on their own is yes. really going to, to be there for some. 
Yeah. Just back to what to what to expect, though. Um, what I would say is that there I know certainly that teachers will want to be a lot more practical. A lot of what's been going on, whether you're an English teacher or a primary teacher or a chemistry teacher or a drama teacher, whatever, a lot of what's been delivered on Zoom or online has been written because of the very nature of, of, of this lockdown. I know that what teachers will want to do is to get the kids up and moving and as soon as they can get them outside they will and they will use every excuse that they can to be outside because <laughs> really for the first for this next until until Easter break it's about re-socializing our children um, re-establishing boundaries re-establishing routines making them feel safe understanding where they are where they are on their social journey uh, and then things will will pick up so please do not worry if your child is not writing that does not mean your child is not learning and I think that's we both feel very strongly about yeah. this you know learning doesn't have to happen through written work no. there are so many ways of learning um so it, it, you know, don't expect to see lots and lots of written work. It will be deliberate. Trust your professional that has your child's education in their hands. They will read the nuance of the group. They will read the nuance of the individual and they will adapt their delivery to yep. suit what is needed. And I think that's where you've got to respect your teaching, uh, your teachers. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the only other thing I would really recommend, and I know we've said this before, don't share your fears. So if you are really worried, you as a parent are worried and concerned about this, your children will pick up on that. They And they will just amplify those fears. They won't necessarily understand them. So don't share them. When you're talking about the children going back, be full of enthusiasm. Yes, you've got this and this is going to happen. If they, if the child expresses fears, don't, oh, don't worry about it. Actually allow them to talk it through listen to them uh, and allow them to address it. And then you can sort of park it. It's like, okay, but this is the reality. This is what's actually going to happen. I know that you've said this before, Catherine, but do they want you to, to have a solution? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it comes back yeah. again, doesn't it? What kind, of, yeah. what kind of conversation do you want here? Do you want a solution conversation or would you like me just to listen? Listen. Um, yeah. Reflect on that. And if you have any anxiety or any worry that you, we haven't addressed, or rather than sharing it with your child, get in touch with us, info at ppodcast.co.uk. We are at the end uh, of a computer and we will do <laughs> anything within our power to try and support yes, you. Yes, I mean, we... Absolutely. We can come back to you personally. It can be something we address on a future podcast, yeah. but, you know, don't hesitate. Um, just ask us. And if we don't know, we will find out. Yeah. You're not alone. You are not alone. <laughs> so info at ppodcast.co.uk. Get in touch if you have any worries that we can help you to make that transition back to face-to-face -face learning yeah. and school any easier. Yeah. Other than that... Thank you. Thank you. Lovely to see you. Um, have a good day. Yeah. And, and March the 8th and onwards. Absolutely. Have a great day. Good to see you, Catherine. Thanks. Bye. Bye.